I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm Bajaya, and I play Mirka, the Yeti Fighter. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hola, me llamo es Patricio. Juego Ezra, the Garlock. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Greetings, fine ladies and gentlemen of the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and you'll have to excuse me, but I am a bit out of sorts today. I have not slept well in the last few weeks. Um, as you no doubt remember, on our most recent uh, experience here, we had this wonderful, or I thought wonderful, opening act of uh, luchador ghost fighters from the hills. And, uh, you know, they did they did quite an amazing act, and I was excited about them uh, coming back and, and doing more shows. Um, but, uh, alas, I must admit, they have been haunting me night and day ever since that moment, ever since I paid them those compliments and said, yes, you know, this is a great, a great act they've got here. Um, I don't know if they drew some offense to, to what I had said about maybe that people wouldn't be interested in ghosts or what, but... I swear, they have been haunting my, my in making my life a, a living hell uh, ever since that moment. Uh, uh, you may ask yourself, how, how does a, a luchador ghost fighter haunt you? And I mean, they, they're doing it all. They're doing twists and flips and, and kicks and, I mean, not to me, to each other. And they're, they're doing it. And it's, it's, I mean, it's still, it's an amazing feat of acrobatics, but you don't want that going on in two in the morning when you're trying to get some sleep. And, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty quiet, obviously. It's, uh, it's a little bit like swoosh, swoosh, you know. Uh, but, but still, I know it's, it's happening and you can't look away. The, the glistening blue glowing bodies are just flipping here and there. And it's amazing. But gosh, I could really use with some rest. But I will, of course, soldier through. I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I, I've, I've nothing if not uh, the utmost respect for the art form, and so uh, I mean, being a tired bard is not, is not wonderful. Uh, but it, you know, it could be worse. You know, um, you, you may or may not remember. I told you a story about a bard friend of mine that swallows swords, and that's how that's how he was a, a bard. Um, and he recently actually, this is a funny, kind of a funny story, he did fall asleep during his act because he had a similar situation with ghost luchadors, you know, and it happens. I really should have taken the heated war, heated his warning when he said that it was an issue that he had run into. Um, but yes, he, uh, he fell asleep in the middle of his act with a sword right down the gullet. And, uh, you know, he kind of fell over and lay there for a while. And when he went to sit up at the end of the whole thing, the sword was just gone. Just, and I don't know if someone pulled it out while he was sleeping, but he, he, you know, he didn't have the slightest clue of what happened to it. You know, just gone. And you don't want to think about that. Like maybe the sword is still inside somewhere and just like, you, you know, it's just tucked away in a corner. It's a terrible, terrible to think about. So, you know, compared to that, you know, I don't, I don't have quite so dire a job, uh, but I, I do feel that, uh, you know, it, it would, uh, it would harm our relationship some way, in way, shape, or form. 
So obviously I will do my best to, to, to put forth, you know, my best effort here today. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not going to be too hard, actually, because even though I am, like I said, dead tired, uh, that's, that's not a pun on the luchador ghosts, actually. I, I didn't think about that before I said it. But even though I am exceptionally tired, shall I say, this part of the story, oh boy. It is a doozy. Now, you remember last time I said that they were going to meet some being of immeasurable power. And you said to yourself, well, you know, they've done that a couple times before. You know, what's another one, right? Well, this, this one is one of those where it's like, you know, when you're a child, you, your parents tell you stories about these demons that, that lurk in the woods. And it's really just because they don't want you to go into the woods. And when you get much older, you realize this. And so you go into the woods anyway. Um, but occasionally, uh, there are actual demons in the woods, and the cautionary tales are there for a very, very important reason. And let's just say that this part of the story is more the latter than the former, okay, if you get to my drift. You know, but speaking of drifting, uh, the crew of the Poop's Pride, or Pride's Poop, I never can keep it straight, uh, were actually drifting further and further away from their escort at the time. The somewhat less dastardly than advertised Rolo Di Polo. Brute Force was left with a decision. Is this the moment they were looking for to make their exit across the seas and back to Murkheim in an expedited fashion? Several more days passed, and you guys are 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 drifting further and further away from from the shoreline. Like it's you can if you on a clear morning, if you really squint, Lola can still pick out uh, Rolo de Polo's ship. The rest of you kind of can't see it at this point anymore. So you guys have you guys have played the slow game, but you have really kind of drifted further and further away. And Yanov, uh, Yanov says, OK, um, this is probably our moment. Like if we want to make a if we want to make a break for it, if we head right out to open sea here, there's. Little chance he's going to catch us, even if he notices. He's not going to want to follow us blindly. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Let's break out the jar of wind and uh, really uh, give it what for. Like, um, jury rig something so that uh, it just stays on the back of the boat, or is someone going to have to just stand there holding onto it? Uh, I mean, we got Frankie's. I'm not sure what the uh, the blowback would be like from this jar of wind. Perhaps we should secure it somehow. That's true. I guess. I mean, the last hey, thing we want hey. is to be blown off of the boat once we use it. Mirka and I are real good at rigging up things. Uh, or at least we are in dreams. Yeah. So, Mirka, can you help me with this? That one time we rigged up that thing, the sleep <laughs> machine. So I'm going to grab uh, Mirka and... I mean, it's it's like Ezra always says, don't trust your dreams. It's true, that's true, that's true. Or you, or and I don't everything is the truth. This dream seemed like really real, though. Oh, jeez. So what is it? Sorry, what am I rolling? With intelligence and craft. Intelligence and craft. Okay. While she's rolling, I, uh, I go over and hand Moon Kevin the gift I made him, which is uh, ornate carving of himself made out of wood because Ezra is so handy and it's way better than the stick that Amirka gave him. He's like, I made this cool action figure for you. I sanded Whoa. it down and everything. No. I don't know how you got the abs uh, Just so, so right. perfect, but 
You nailed it, man. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Easily one of the best presents I've ever received. Thank you. Let's do it. Let's do a really cool like uh, thing where we bash forearms, like cool bros do. Smash forearms on it. Yeah, yeah. Cool bro. Bam. Yeah. Mirka, while she's like trying to uh, work with Lola, just like is staring intently at Ezra and Moon Kevin, like this (laughs) from the corner of her eye. Like, I can't believe you've done this. Can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> All right, so how many how many totals did you guys roll successes. on your? I got four. Oh Jesus! Okay, so yeah, you guys managed to uh, between the two of you build build yourself a nice little uh, a nice little uh, I guess bracket to to latch this thing down to the to the rear of the the boat. Sweet, done. So. Are we ready then? Should we flip off this lid and see what happens? Let her rip, bro, ma'am. Yeah, well, why not? Oh, also, can I say in this time that with um, uh, Jamtooth's help in uh, identifying seaweed, that I've invented sushi with all the fishing I've done? <laughs> <laughs> sure, you absolutely have. Sorry. Now then, I, I once saw a play called... Uh, Mythbusters, and I believe that we we don't aim the the jar of air into the sails because that wouldn't work because it's all you know, on the same thing. So we need to aim it away from from the boat to to the rear. But we will also need to take the sails down, otherwise they'll they'll cause some some drag. So, dang, that was uh that was real intelligent, and and she starts it, it getting the Frankie's very done. Interesting uh, play, yes. <laughs> I enjoyed uh, it a lot. I get the Frankies to help pull down the sails. All right. So you guys get the sails down and uh, you guys are ready to try it. You're sitting dead in the water right now, pretty much. Let's give this bad boy a whirl. Who, shit. Who wants to do the orders? I think you should do it, man. You had the play. Yeah. With the it. idea with the sails. Well, like, you know what? Everyone's been so. I feel like maybe as the captain, Yanov should uh, do the honors. Oh yeah, no, I can, I can do that. Yes, and go for it, Yanov. Zips over back behind the the boat and spins the cap. And uh, to get to the cap, the problem that he runs into is is that it's kind of hanging off the back of the boat. So he's like, I, I got it. And, oh no! Uh, oh no! Oh, fires no. up his jet no. and Captain. zips around to the back side of the boat. And he's like, Oh, perfect! Spins that wait, thing off. Wait, Ezra, can you please, <laughs> um, can you anchor him down, please? Can we tie a rope to his feet before he does this? He's already spit no, in the cap, so no. somebody can try to grab him. But okay, we're all gonna dive and try and yes. grab him, I guess. All right. Oh, I've got like nothing in this. Shoot. This is a oh, dexterity and uh, athletics. Oh shit! Yep. I have six in this. I I got three. Yeah. Oh, I rolled a zero. If you're trying, I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that Ezra would have seen this coming. Yeah. All I know is like. I don't know that Ezra necessarily needs to roll anything. Yeah. Hey. Dangry. Hold on. Y'all know that entire town. Maybe we are monsters, guys. I got five. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, he's, he starts to spin this thing and as, as soon as he gets the cap off of it. The boat just erupts forward <laughs> in full speed, uh, and it, it goes to blast 
uh, Yanov back because he was basically right behind this thing when he finished un- uncapping it. And Mirka just grabs him and spins him out of the way of the of the wind blast <sighs> and kind of tosses him over to the boat. And uh, it, his uh, his jetpack kicks off. He drops onto the deck of the boat. He's like, oh, j- I did not think yeah, that through. Clearly, oh, okay. Who are you thinking? No, obviously, you weren't thinking, but Jesus, let's not do that again. And you guys are you, you guys are moving. You guys are moving. Just scooting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm so going to sit up blasting on top off of into the wide Ezra's blue. shoulders at this point and like put my hands straight up in the air and be like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I say, I live my life a quarter of a nautical mile at a time. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Almost had me? Uh, yeah, you never had it. your car. And within like uh, within the course of like an hour and a half, you guys are way out of uh, out of range of being even able to see shore. You can't you definitely can't see uh, Rolando Polo's vessel anymore. And you guys are just out in the wide blue. Nothing will go wrong to have all this wind in my hair again that I have all over my body again. I I picture that when we stop. if Mirka's hair is all going to be sticking backwards. Yeah, it's still like it's being blown into wind. <laughs> have you used your Have you used your comb no, at all? No, not yet. I will when we stop. Okay. You're going to have to. Are you saying that her hair is imperfect at the moment? It must be if she hasn't used her comb. Yeah. It's not imperfect. It is blowing backwards. Have you never been in a boat when the wind is blowing your hair backwards? <laughs> Come on. That's true. It's great. I can attest to this fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys are you guys carry on like this for a couple of days, and it's amazing because you know it's uninterrupted speed, and you guys are um, based on Yanov's map, basically right out into the middle of uh, the deepest part of the ocean, basically. Um, and it's kind of late at night. Uh, you guys are just kind of milling about around, you know, checking in parts of the boat, doing your normal stuff. Um, eating some sushi and uh, all of a sudden the 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 wind stops and the jar of wind just ceases to to uh, to produce any wind that's kind of of good because i was just wondering how exactly we're gonna stop (laughs) from the top of ezra's shoulder uh, she's like yeah So Ezra just oh, takes off running for two around. Days. <laughs> Ezra keeps running around the boat. He's like, no, it's still moving. It's still fun. This is great. Mirka <laughs> is frantically combing her hair now. Don't look at me. Don't look at me right now, okay? Just don't look at me. All right. As you comb your hair, uh, do you have a D20? Oh, shit. Ah, I do. Oh, this is when you it give and then you take it away. <laughs> mm. Oh, you wish this is when I take oh, it away. I should have oh, listened no. to Ezra, maybe. All right, I have a d20. Maybe. I roll it. Go ahead and roll it. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your hair looks immaculate, perfect when you get done combing it, except for the strangest thing on the top of your head. Your hair is in a uh, perfect beehive. Oh, God. <laughs> so you are currently uh, 10 feet tall because you have a giant beehive on your head. 
do I know that it's in a beehive or? You probably do not notice that it is in okay, a beehive. Okay, so I like walk up to the rest of the crew, like being all confident and be like, all right, you can look at me now. I got my are you just so on. surprised that I got my hair taken care of so fast? It's a disaster up top. <sighs> Certainly something. <laughs> I, I think I it looks rather good. What do you mean it's a disaster? I, well, I mean, you can hide things in it, so that's not bad. What do you mean? I show her her reflection in a wither glass and she suddenly disappears. Goes back to Kushka. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is there a mirror nearby? Can I look in my hand? Yeah, yeah. So Mort hands you a hand mirror and you see that your hair is uh, a giant three foot tall beehive. What the heck is happening with my hair? Where? What? Where's Mooncabby? Where's Mooncabby? I gotcha. I gotcha. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So uh, it also styles your hair uh, randomly. But it's pretty easy to fix. Like just, uh, just run, run it through no, it again. No, I don't want to you know, run it through just again. Your... Then it's gonna mess up another part of my hair. I don't need it to be styled. No, it'll. It's it'll be like on a um. It'll be the same part, but like maybe it'll adjust it in a different way. Like if you don't like it, just okay. you know, comb it L- again. Mirka uh, L- combs it one more time. Okay, roll another d twenty. Please be a high number. Eight. Uh, yeah. So as you, as you kind of look back in the mirror, it's, it is, it is looking as good as your hair has ever looked in your entire life. Like it looks like you just, just, just got a trim, like looking great. Even got like a little part on one side that has like almost like a little bit of a banana curl to it. Lola, can you please fix this part? I don't, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, Kevin, I have to say, I was really excited about this home. But I'm a little scared of using it now. It messes up my hair. My it's my brand, you know. My hair is my brand. <laughs> that and my strand. Well, I mean, it is. It's primarily for the cleaning factor, you know, in case something happens, gets in it or anything like that. You know, regular combs still work. <laughs> so well, still I, got, I, got my, I got my girl Lola to fix me up. So I'm on I, I, I think it looks great personally, but. Lola climbs up her back and starts working on her hair. She's probably like spitting on my hair, and I don't really. Care. Somebody roll me a perception. Uh, Wits and perception. perception. I only have three. I have a great vantage point from on top of Mirka. Got yeah. zero. Uh, one, two, three. <laughs> uh, one. Ooh, hold on. One. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited because I right. had a high number and I was like, oh, I rolled a D20. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so Mirka, you're or Lola, you're up on Mirka's shoulders and you're trying to like get this part uh like combed out of her hair. And you just kind of look over to the side and you notice that uh to the side of the boat there is and this is about uh thirty to uh, thirty to forty yards off the edge of the boat, um there's a the water is churning and bubbling uh. and in about a twenty foot uh radius circle. So she's got she's got a comb in her mouth and she's got another brush in her hand and she's like really working on her fur there. And then she looks over and the comb falls from her mouth and she opens it. She's like, uh 
Hey guys, what the hell is that? And she points towards the water. Uh, and as you guys look over there, um, you see uh, a creature start to surface Ooh. out of nope. the water. Uh, and it looks humanoid, um, except for the fact that it is, uh, you know, when it raises out of the water, approximately, it's, it's, it's standing a good 25 feet tall out of the water. Um, and it looks like uh, a really buff, almost orc looking creature to you, except for he has a very pronounced pointy ears, long, black, shiny seaweed looking hair, um, and completely white eyes. <gasps> is this and good? He is, is this his good? Skin I don't know if this is, a, is good. His skin is a, is a greenish blue tint. Does ah. he look friendly or does he look angry? He looks jovial. Oh. Ah. Uh, uh. Hello there, good sir. Oh, hello. Oh. Welcome to my abode. It's a very nice abode. Uh, How are you this fine day? Uh, uh, as always, it is fun to see your kind here. Uh, Do you see us often? Not often enough. But you do not know how to properly address me yet, so let me tell you, I am Ajaz. Ajaz ibn al-Rashid. But the Jazz will do. It's a pleasure to meet you, Ajaz. How may we assist you? Ah, uh, well, I do not see your kind often, and I have approached for trade. Uh, uh, oh. Oh, wonderful. What do you trade in? I trade everything. Everything? What would you wish for? What would you wish for? I do not make wishes. I grant them. I am married. What? You're married? Married to who? Can I make uh, uh, <laughs> some kind of role to know uh, his history? What is... I don't know what the skill um, is. You could do... I mean, he is a magical being, so you could do Arcana. Ooh. You could do yes, nature, maybe. I will do Arcana. Ezra comes up and he's like, Yo, Fishman! There's a giant Fishman here! You guys seen this? No, no. You guys all seen this fish? Ezra! Ezra! Holy shit! I am rolling, like, fuck game busters. Okay, so I have five so far and I can re-roll two more. Uh, so now I have six. Now I have seven. <laughs> all right. You actually, uh, you... One of the one of the big things that you studied with, uh... Your with your mentor was uh, various, yeah. Cry as cry as you <laughs> must. Uh, are various magical beings of of the general realm, um, and he was uh, very fascinated in uh, in in types of supernatural beings called genies, uh, and that is what Marids are. Marids are um, incredibly powerful um sea genies basically um and they live in kingdoms under the sea and usually uh when they encounter mortals they they offer them um some some sort of trade or some sort of ability to 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 gain a wish um do uh okay so i'm looking for i feel like seven successes can warrant this um uh cautionary tales uh there are many because when you trade when you trade with a a, a merid it's uh usually a fairly equitable trade um so wishes are obviously incredible incredibly powerful mm -hmm. um you can wish for you know, practically anything um but the prices of 
the more incredible your wish is, the pr- the higher the price is. Okay. So, uh, but it's it's not like you're going to stumble upon agreeing to something that you didn't want to, you know, unless this is a particularly assholey merit that forces you into agreements, which they could totally do. You wouldn't do, never. Um, <laughs> no. So, uh, so I I I look at the guys. I was like, oh, ah. Uh, so he's a merit. He's well. I mean, he probably is on the level. But anything we ask for, uh, we're gonna have to pay for with an equitable exchange. Oh yes, this fish? trade is is best when everyone gets what they wish, right? Uh, Adras, would you would you mind if we just conferred briefly? Certainly. So, uh, uh, guys. What should we wish for? Should we wish for something? Do we all get wishes? What's going on um, with this fish? Uh, I think we just get one wish. Well, he's a he's a gin, so I I I mean he'll probably don't, grant as many wishes as we with, want with as long as we have trade for it. Yeah, I was going to say I think gins take something from you when you or take something from you later if you wish something from them. Well, uh, guys, is there? What do we want? Why don't we test it out? Why don't I, I ask mean, him for something? I'll ask him for something small. I, I, I mean, if us. we've got an opportunity like this, they're they're pretty on the level, and you know they're very powerful. So I mean, I'm just gonna throw it out there, and I don't know if we've got enough to pay for it, but we could wish for, uh, you know, the location of the people that killed Clash Tiger. We could wish that Clash Tiger was never killed. I. I mean, do we have... I thought about that, but do we have enough to pay for it? Uh, do, do we have anything? I think what we've got is a few Frankies, maybe a barrel of beer. Maybe oh, we can trade some Frankies. <laughs> Let's see what's if we can trade name? some Frankies. Uh, uh, what's your name? She says to the... <laughs> what's your nerd? name? I... I have introduced myself as Ajaz. Mm. Ajaz, Ajaz. Mm. Ibn al-Rashid. Sorry, we're, Jazz, um, cool, we've been cool, at cool. sea for a while now, and we're a little loopy. Um, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, would we be able to ask, you know, maybe what a fair exchange would be for examples without actually having to make a wish? Of course, we would always agree to terms after discussing said terms. Oh, okay. Uh, how much, how much, what kind of trade would you do to bring someone back to life? And wait, what, and what would the terms to that back to life mean? Would it be a zombie? Ah, uh, it's very common. It's very common request. Life is, uh, is life. If uh, someone has died, I can make it so they had not. If someone does not wish to die... I can make it so they will not. But life is expensive and can only be paid for with life. Wait, well, tell, tell them about the hundred Frankies. You can give them all 100 Frankies. It's a shame we don't still have Fezzelin. I was just thinking, could I exchange one <laughs> wizard for another wizard? If you'd have brought him, you probably could have. God damn it! <laughs> I do remember asking you if you brought him. Uh, <laughs> hey! Why Jasmine. didn't we bring the... Uh, we should have brought the lion 
Hey, hey, uh, if I uh, ask- Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> as soon as Ezra addresses him as something besides his real name, oh, he stands stark straight oh, up out of no. the water and glows Ezra. a crackling blue flame. And he says, I have told you my name, and names are important out here. I am Ajaz Ibn al-Rashid. Uh, Ajaz, uh, no offense. Uh, he didn't know. He's... He he, does he's this. not very good with names. No, he's I called uh, you. I called you. I called you, AJ's. No, AJ's. Uh, that's how it says it. Ajaz, Ajaz, and she clamps a hand over Ezra's mouth. He grabs the side of the boat and pulls it to him. <sighs> the entire boat sickeningly wrenches sideways, and he looks. His he puts his head right eye to eye with Ezra, and he says, "Do not do that again." Ezra, um, don't say anything for a while, okay, buddy? We are so sorry. He doesn't even remember my name half the time, and we've been adventuring for a while together now. He calls me Momos and Mimis and Moomoos all the time. We are so sorry. He doesn't mean any harm. He That's true. Is, uh, but we we get it now. We get it. Yeah. No problem. So Ezra, you, you don't like is going to call you have him a jazz. And yeah. she 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 grabs the size of Ezra's face and like puts her face real close to his and is like, is going to call him a jazz or just don't call him a name. Fair enough. I got it. I got his name now. I got Whew. it. Okay. Cool. Just with the accident, uh, you know, it sounds like it could be a million different things. You know. Okay. Uh, anyway. Um. How about we wish that we were back in Merkheim? This may be a little cheaper than bringing someone back to life. Uh. It oh. certainly would be cheaper. Can we wish that he'd just be cool with me calling him nicknames? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can we wish that he- Are you asking that in character? <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> Why don't we wish for something small first to just see what happens? Oh uh, yeah, okay, well, that's cool. Uh, okay, do I address what, you, as, what do you want? as Mister, or do I just say your first name? That seems a little not super polite. I am a jazz. A jazz. Could I please have one handful of shiny trinkets that I can give to my friend Lolo, who likes shiny trinkets? I thought we only got one wish. Of course. Wait, I would no, we all ask get for in return. Oh, we all. In return, I would ask for. And he points to the intricately carved moon cabin. <laughs> I would ask yeah, yeah, for yeah. that. Oh, shit. My new best friend versus my old best friend. <laughs> <sighs> wow, you really got me over oh, a barrel no. here. Ajaz, you got me over a barrel. Uh. Well, wouldn't it be up to Moon, Kevin? Hey, Kevbon, can I just carve you another one of these things? Uh, yeah, no, that's totally cool. You know, whatever. Aww. You know, it's just, uh, that's fine. Yeah. You yeah, know what? No, that's, that's... no, you know what? No. Bros before bird friends. You know what I mean? I got hold <laughs> of that hey, giant. I stole that giant friends. bar of gold. Stole a giant bar okay, of gold yeah, from her. That's pretty sweet. I like that a lot. <laughs> I robbed an entire town of their entire wealth for her. So, uh, yeah. Hey, fair enough. But I mean, I th- 
Ezra, I'm... you've been friends with um, Lola longer. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, maybe we can. I think hey, you um, should. I think you uh, should give him that uh, wood carving. No, I know. I know what you're doing. You weird domesticated <laughs> bear. You. Uh, I know what you're trying to do. Uh, uh, Jazz. <laughs> um. Could I trade you some of my um delicious artisanal sushi for um a club sandwich? Oh, nice. <laughs> that seems reasonable. Just wish it to be true. Uh, I I wish for a club sandwich. And as soon as you say that, the sushi that you had previously had on the table is all gone and replaced by a decent-sized party sub. Oh, nice. And she starts munching on it. Um, uh, uh, Jazz, what would be the cost to perhaps transport us all aboard this ship and the ship to Merkheim? Hmm. Transportation, teleportation. Hmm. Well, that's going to give you a few days of your life. I suppose a few days of your life would be a good trade. I will take the I... ones from the end. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds reasonable to me. I've I've lived a rather long life. I'm sure a few days wouldn't uh, make much difference. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. But if you die, but if you were to die early, unexpected, I could not predict. I will take two days from the middle of your lives. Oh, why don't you take the next two days of my life? No, that would be oh. a silly idea. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> Okay, the middle of my life sounds perfect, but then do you know when the middle of my life would be? I know much. Do you wish it? I do. Then you must say these words. I wish... And all of you will need to say it as well to come with. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, mm. Oh, I mean, I wish... What's a couple days, really? Wait, is Moon Kevin and Jamtooth going to say it? Is, uh, uh, Jazz, are the couple of days just from my life or from everybody's life? Is, is from my wish? Everyone. All of you would transmit yourselves. All of you would pay said price. Man, we're gonna lose. Uh, uh, can we, can we, like, talk about this really fast? Certainly. Perhaps I could make a deal. Perhaps only a few of you need to give up days of your lives. So, like, Oh, can we all like go go away from him and talk about this? Sure. Yeah. Although how he is a giant how? supernatural being that probably can hear <laughs> you wherever you are on this boat, but go for uh, it. How about we offer him like the days, the middle days of all of the Frankie's lives? That would just give him all of Frankie's lives. Well, I think that he wanted it. If he's trans, I think it's more. You want like 100 a hundred Frankies? We- we'll give you a hundred Frankie's lives. But you got to throw a great smile. You gotta throw in the jewels too, though. You gotta with the transportation and the jewels for a hundred Frankie's lives. Uh, those do not live. And debatable. Gotta I live. <laughs> That's a little insensitive, you know my uh, Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Um, hey, Jazz. Is there any way? I mean, does the person that would have to exchange need to be here or could I exchange something for someone else I cannot take that from people who do not offer it well I mean I'd be offering it (laughs) 
Ajaz just said I wasn't alive, but he just offered him years of my life because apparently they don't exist because I'm basically just a Frankie. He's very mean to me. I can transport you for three days of my choosing from one of your lives. Oh, boy. You could um, take the days of my life. Terrible show. Good anyway. God. Very well. When you wish for this, this will conclude our business. Is there anything yeah. else before this wish? I don't like this. Anybody else? No, we're going to you teleport away from him. Jam tooth, you need anything? It's done. I'm really trying to swing getting a Garion back. Uh, whose life can you trade for him? I could make one other type of arrangement, perhaps. Yes. If you do not have a life now, perhaps I can provide you with something to take a life later. Oh, hell yeah. I'm into that. No, well, wait, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm into that. Can you just, is that like a, uh, you can take anyone's life in the future? Yes, I can provide you with a weapon. Yeah, give it to me. With it, if you take a life, oh, a life gotcha. that is predetermined can be regained. Give it to me, Ajaz. I'll definitely murder anybody you want me to. And who would be saved by this? Uh. Lola, we just killed an entire town because we're ridiculous. We might as well do it on purpose this time. I oh no, it's, I wasn't, I wasn't wishy-washy about that. I'm just wishy-washy about who we should bring back because, I mean, the smart thing would be to say Clash Tiger, but, I mean, I want to he's going to give me this thing and we can bring back as many people as we want for as many people as I jab, let's bring back as many people as we want. But what if it he asks you to kill way. one of us? You make, you make one choice. Oh, one choice, one choice, one choice, one choice. Fair, fair, fair. And I may make one choice. Fair enough, let's do it. Wait, um, are you going to make me kill myself? A, I bet you will. You're wily you like know that. that he I could, make, he could ask I will for not ask for the lives of anyone present. Oh, sick. Let's do it then. This is a great deal. But what if he asks for the king of Merkheim? Are you going to do it? Yeah, why not? Uh, well, I mean, that... Well, and he sits mm. back kind of like with a, with, a, with a real swarthy grin on his face and he says, if you do not kill this person, then no one is brought back to life. So oh, he would only come back to life once the person was dead. It's like a win-win for us. Exactly. I get a, oh. dope, I get a dope weapon. Well then, hell yeah, let's do it. So you can say a name, and I may say a name. Oh. And those names will be forever bound until one of them is perished by this weapon. Uh, well, you know what? Fuck it, Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, yeah. I, I, I wish that, that Agarian would come back. Very well. And he kind of sits upright, reaches down deep within the ocean waves, and he pulls out, uh, what is a, a baby sized weapon in his hand. And he lowers it down to you and drops it upon, uh, the deck. And it is, uh, it is a, like incredibly sharp looking serrated dagger yes, yes. that is made out of a uh, a barb from a stingray Ooh. 
Ezra picks it up and swings it around you a few must times. Kill Steve Owen. <laughs> oh, that's too not nice. Soon. Sorry. Oh, this is dope. This is really, really, really cool. Thank you, Ajaz. This is the best. Lola swallows real hard. Uh, in the name. Someday you will hear the name. Oh boy. Okay. I can be careful with that. It is very fragile. And very dangerous. Okay. And then he unfurls a uh, a scroll that lowers itself down into the into the water, and then he's looking through it as quickly as as it can unroll. He's he's scanning through it and scanning through it and scanning through it, and then he reaches the other side of it and he looks at you, and you can can't tell if he is confused or angry or both, and he says. You have made a lousy deal. This man's name is not on the list. He has not died. Oh my god, can you believe it? I mean, they were beside themselves, obviously. I mean, think about the, the, the effect this would have on Lola. Uh, this is someone who was was operating under under through all the the basic stages of grief. I mean, we all have been there. There's you know, don't denial and anger and punching things, and then there's that stage where you kind of paint your hair a different color and put earrings in, and then there's a later stage uh, that we don't like to talk about too often, where you usually kick goats, and that's the. The basic stages of grief that uh, that we're all used to. Well, I mean, she was raring to go into goat kicking at this point. And then she finds out, hey, go back to step one, buddy, because you were right all along. He's not even really dead. I mean, that really messes with your mind if you think about it. I mean, you come, you come to expect that when somebody dies, they're going to stay dead. Or when someone gets their arms chopped off in a tomb somewhere and left to rot, that they're going to do the decent thing and die. Yeah, but Agarian was a very powerful wizard, full of mystical arts and tricks that the normal person would not have had. And so there was a glimmer and hope in all of these thoughts that perhaps she could be reunited. Anyway, we'll, we'll see how all that works out later in the story, obviously, but, uh, you know, for now, let's just revel in the fact that we, we, we've got a Marin in this story. I mean, hey... Did you even know that? Did you know that the brute force at one time had dealings with a genie? I mean, if, you, if I said that to you going into this story, you'd say, you know, that, that makes sense. I mean, they were incredibly storied and successful adventuring troop. I mean, you would think, yeah, sure, probably. If anybody's ever going to have met a, a genie, it's probably those guys. But hey, you, you know, it's, it's information you didn't previously have. You know, you now, it's, now you can go to trivia night next week and uh, you can, you can, hopefully they'll ask that question. Maybe like, okay, what is the world famous adventuring troupe that ran into a merit and asked to have someone who wasn't dead brought back to life? And you'd go, I know this one. Jim's, don't buzz in. I'm going to buzz in because I know this one. Now, you know, that type of a conversation doesn't really go over too well at, at trivia night uh, because uh, usually by that time someone else has answered the question. I'm not great at trivia nights. I mean, I have a lot of the information, but I'm not quick on the draw, if you know what I mean. Anyway, uh, I, I do really need to get going. I'm going to go take a nap 
in the uh, in one of the buggies that goes like from town to town around here because I'm thinking that the luchador ghost fighters will be waiting for me back at my place and so if that's the case hey tricks on you buddy because I'm gonna take that buggy and uh, you know it's gonna be a little bit of a bumpy ride it's not the most comfortable thing but I could fall asleep standing up right now so uh, you know tip your minotaur bot and uh, uh, and uh, do have a good time I hope to see all of you back here next time at the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons casts of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and you're a wizardary you can also head over to bruteforcepodcast.com to read character journals or follow the party on our map of eorith if you've liked what you've heard so far then please consider donating to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash bruteforce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.